At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, along with Bree Maestas and Danny Bailey. How are you guys? Doing well, I think. It's yeah. Victory Monday. So yeah, that's a changes. Victory. Oh, it's Mondays. Victory Monday. Sorry. Yeah. So it's um. Well, yeah, you threw you threw me off. I think you threw Bree off too when well, you said White Monday because well, again, there are no black coaches to get fired. Oh. They're all white coaches. So um, yeah, that's I just my that. kind of thought on that. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. And kind of a win for black coaches. <laughs> if all the white coaches get fired, not if they don't hire any black coaches to, you know, replace okay. them. But okay. um, how are you guys doing? Good. I, I'm happy to be here back in the studio on a Monday. Good. No place I'd rather be. Appreciate that. Um, Danny That's Bailey, how about you? You got a sweet hat. I like that Nuggets hat. Thank you. Thank you. Put together. Uh, yeah. You know, it's we got a national championship in college football tonight. Yep. We had a great kind of closing weekend of NFL football. I'm yeah. I'm on cloud nine. I, it say. was a great sports weekend, a monster sports weekend. Um, looking forward to the national championship game tonight. Broncos went out, you know, could you say on top or on a high note? On a high note, on a high not note. on top. Not on top, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, high, note, high note is fair. Yeah. They escaped some terrible NFL and franchise records, and, and it just, it, it, it made me happy, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, they didn't have a draft pick to, like, tank four. Um, mm. The Seahawks will be drafting what? Where would they finish? Fifth, I believe. Fifth, fifth overall. Broncos gave them the fifth overall pick. Okay. You know, that's. I guess that's the cost of doing business a little bit. Um, here's what I think is something to feel good about if you're a Broncos fan. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not only that they already made a call and – Greg Penner already talked to Sean Payton on the phone. They couldn't talk numbers. They couldn't meet in person until the 17th. But for, you know, the Broncos to have made that call, there's franchises who wouldn't make the call because they know they couldn't maybe financially swing it, didn't have the gumption, weren't willing to give draft capital up, weren't willing to do what it takes. Okay, yeah. So that's I, I love that that's what the Broncos have um, done. They've reached out to Jim Harbaugh as well over the weekend as well, and they will, you know, um, Jim Harbaugh seems to be interested in coming back to the NFL. So um, I could appreciate Broncos owners not just going through 10 candidates, but literally the best candidates in the business. Okay? Right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's who they should be targeting. Here's why you could be positive about the Broncos moving forward, I think. And I'm not saying Russ can be resurrected or saved. I don't, I'm not saying that. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. But It's got to be so annoying for him to hear that. I know. I know. In just two <laughs> games, though. Jerry Rossberg is kind of like rearranged all the furniture in the house, made a few changes, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this works. Yeah, seeing an offense so fire this, on all cylinders. This can work, and it's the same pieces. 
It's just been rearranged. Well, it's reorganized, not e- reconstructed, recoordinated. Yeah, technically, I mean, they're they're missing pieces and looking as good as they've looked Tons. because they got a bunch of injuries and mm-hmm. they they'll well, have different guys. Yeah, in that offensive line next year as well, which is going to have some turnover. I'm but. not getting over the top about how they looked yesterday and the week before. Those that's how good teams look every week. Yes, they didn't do anything extraordinary. They won a game against a good team, a team that was trying hard. I think. I mean, they're playing. You know, Justin Herbert earned that game. Herbert on, all the way to the end of that game. Yeah, I was with surprised. how much they that played the starters, surprising. they wanted to win. Yeah, they did. I think that um, the Chargers coming into the playoffs. Um, they believe, and they might have believed this last year, they're the Bengals. And what I mean by that is you get into the tournament, you get hot, and you ride the wave to a Super Bowl, the Bengals did, a 10-win team last year that was you know going through the motions in the season trying to figure themselves out. They got hot, and now just in this one-year period of time, we look at Cincinnati as one of the best teams in the NFL. But, again, going into the tournament, going into the playoffs last year, they were just like a 10-win team. That caught fire. I'm sure the Chargers believe that they got some of that kind of makeup in them. Do they? Mm. A building momentum is strange in the NFL, I think, as a whole. I think if you find that, that's where the teams come out of nowhere, uh, so to seem. And, and I think the Broncos could have had a chance if the if the end of the season was extended. I think you could see some of that catch fire as well. So mm-hmm. I think that little uh, changes, adaptations, and the evolution of the NFL and the league it's in, in its own makes the Chargers seem like a team that has caught fire and has a chance. But they didn't look great. No, no, that no. That defense t- struggled. Yeah, you know, there's it's weird, man. It's like the Chargers are so – man, they've had some really good teams. The Some of the, the first Drew Brees teams, the Phillip Rivers teams, and even this last couple of years, these are some really talented teams who can't find a way to take that next step. I don't mean get over the hump and win it all, but, like, I don't know. I, if, okay, if you're um, Sean Payton, mm-hmm. would you rather have the Broncos or would you rather have the Chargers? Uh, Sean Payton, would he rather have the Broncos or Chargers? I mm-hmm. uh, – Shoot. Depends on how much they're going to pay him because I think that's actually what you Saying know what I the mean? money's equal. Okay. Probably the Chargers. I think so too. I like that you hung in there with the Broncos, but it's all about the quarterback. Um, for one, you're walking into what he thinks is going to be. If you're going to do this again, it's got to be kind of ready made. I mean, the Broncos, though, they have a really rich pocket ownership group that's that helped. could do a lot of things, not just for him. Sean Payton said in his little interview yesterday, for a minute when he was talking about the circumstances and like what, you know, him being interested in coming back, he said that um, it's the three things, the ownership, the front office and the coaches. It's like, how do we work together? So that kind of told me like, well, maybe he wants to bring his own personnel guy in and he's got that kind of sure. say. So that might be a perfect fit for the Broncos because George Payton could theoretically they could just move on from George Payton if that's what Coach Payton wants, Sean Payton. But also you can make whoever his guy is, whoever Sean Payton brings with him, some kind of team president role where he's just above George Payton who can maybe stay on and do some personnel stuff. Or George Payton might think, okay, I'm out of here. I'm going to be I've done enough to go, you know, work until I get another general manager opportunity. Yeah, I mean, thing. there are other general manager openings yeah. this offseason. Totally. Kimes out in Arizona already. Okay, what else? Um, yeah, I mean, I went like five or six different directions there, but I like how the Broncos 
looked completely different than they did these last two games than they did the entirety of the season. Does it give you hope? Yeah, Does it's it very renew encouraging. a sense? And that's where it gets that's, dangerous. That's what it is. Right? And it gets dangerous to be like, ooh, shoot, that could function in an entirely different way. Don't get hooked. Don't take the bait. Don't get caught up in like, Got ooh, it. Rossberg can fix this. He's the guy. That's what Cody's saying. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's just a guy. Cody's getting swept up by like, at the end of the, when Cody goes on a date, the first day, at the end of the first date, he's like, okay, I love you. Will you call me tonight before you go to bed and first thing in the morning? It's like, what are well, we talking Well, it worked about? at least once. He's engaged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think- just think that don't get, take the bait. Be more clear-minded and clear-headed than that. And We've been a little burned. bit of slight <laughs> big success like this from some old buzzard in Jerry Rosberg. And now we're thinking this guy's going to take us to the promised land. We are in a dangerous position as Broncos country, as Broncos fans, as fans of football in general, that being burned a couple of times, right? This You don't want to get too inflated in the hope of it all. But you can say that those last two games were the most exciting football we've seen out of this team the entirety it's been, of the year. It's been the best since week one. Week one, though, could have been like an accident. Week one, they looked great. We just couldn't finish. And I mean, like they're moving the ball down the field. Russell's, I mean, like they're in there. We were in the Seahawks territory the entirety of the game, the offense in week one. Mm-hmm. It was never the same after that until the last couple weeks. Um, and I think they can look better than they looked the last couple weeks. They can be better. And better means competitive, being in games. Then you add some pieces. Then the coach comes in and takes it legitimately, the whole thing to the next level. That's what you're seeing like Sala do and some of these guys. The Jets got some work to do, but they're competitive without a quarterback. So you need um, what I call, I'm, I'm searching for a master motivator, okay? And that fits the mold of like guys like, I don't want bullshit rah-rah. I want like Rex Ryan and Pete Carroll kind of. If that's an old guy that I'm going to get, I need like, Rossberg has a little bit of that kind of stuff. But like, this is, we're not calling... Um, Jim Harbaugh and Sean Payton and going to settle on Jerry Rosberg, who's sweet. And I love him to uh, run the special teams. I think he deserves opportunity to come back and be a part of this. And I'm sure there's some people within the building, personnel and front office people who think, yeah, we got to see if we can keep this guy in some way, shape, or form, but they're not going to be the head coach of the team. No. I mean, what's, Cody says for two years he's going to have a head coach, and then he's going to hand it off to Evero. You think Evero's going to want to do that? I mean, like, what kind of plan is that? Then what? So four years later, then what are we doing? What's the point? We need someone here right now to fix Russ right now. And you have to have like, um, um, it's got to be more surefire than it's ever been. Okay? It's got to be as surefire as it's ever been. The, the, the hang up, the hang up on Harbaugh and on Sean Payton is, did the Broncos play themselves down into a shitty hole that even Sean Payton's like, eh, it's, I don't, you know, that's a little bit too much work. For, I'm not sure if I could fix that. That's the problem. They look so bad this yeah. year that it might be a problem that Sean Payton doesn't think he can fix or is worth fixing. Well, if you have a head coach who doesn't think that they can, then you probably don't want that coach. So, I mean, good. It'll work out the way that it needs to. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and I also think that, um, and I said this before, there's not just one guy who would be like, who is this one coach? Oh, man. It's like, who's the one guy? There's other guys. There's multiple guys. You just got to find one of those guys. So it's not just, you know, one diamond in the rough. There's more. Listen, when Tom Shane goes to Mumbai or Tel Aviv or Antwerp, he's not going for one diamond. There's lots of beautiful diamonds out there. You just got to go discover them. 
<laughs> We're on a gem hunt now yeah. to get the diamond in the... Maybe it's not a diamond in the rough. Maybe it's already a, a current iteration of a diamond. But there's a lot of coaching potential out there. I think if like the if we have to settle on Dan Quinn, I think I could probably live with that. Plenty of people settle and are happy. That's the word. I liked Dan Quinn last time, time around. Time I wanted Dan Quinn last settle <laughs> and they're happy. I want I want I wanted Dan Quinn last season. Yeah, me too. But you know, the potential of having a an all time coach was not in the mix. You would never there. settle for second best. No, absolutely not. So how could you say such? Because a thing? some people would. Oh, other people. I'm not that some people. I'm not like saying I wasn't just. High five. High five. No, I'm just she means like the common folk. Yeah, um, the pedestrian um. ideal of. I mean, it is what it is. That's funny. I like funny Dan today. Quinn. I don't know why people are are shitting on Dan Quinn. No, they're lately. not. I don't think they are. I think it's now we got. We're like. Are we're shooting for the stars now? Now it's like when you don't land Harbaugh or Peyton, it seems like meatloaf next to a ribeye. It is. It's gonna feel like what did they do wrong to not get one of these guys? That's I what's guess. gonna feel like. Anyone other than those two guys is gonna feel. I swear to you, I'm trying to think of someone else who it won't feel like kind of like the settle or the second best. Dan Quinn's the only guy, maybe, or Jim Caldwell. Yeah, we liked him Caldwell. Um, a lot. I, I don't know like how the rest of Broncos country really feels about him, but they scare me right now. They're they're unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know but I think that you're 100% right. People have their people have stars in their eyes for Dan or not for Dan Quinn, but for uh, Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh and something not less than that, but different than that might seem like less to people who are already getting their hopes up again. Yeah. After we just had this happen to us. You know, I just came like up with something ago. in my mind. So Russ was supposed to come in and deliver and like be the truth. Yeah. Have enough to put this over the top. I just got myself caught up in thinking maybe it has to be Harbaugh or Peyton to like pump it back up to get to the, the rust that we thought we were getting in the first place. That almost no one else besides someone so uniquely special could fix this. Does the new coach have to like Russell Wilson? No. Not saying we move on next season. What Not do you mean like him? Want be committed to, work to him? <laughs> no, just oh, be able to okay. make it work for an, a year-ish or oh. two. Because it's not necessarily the idea that you're trying to find a head coach that will work. Because if it doesn't work out this next season for 2023, you want a coach who's going to be able to work with the next iteration of the Denver Let me Broncos tell you this. I think the first question of the interview is, how do you fix Russell Wilson? That's what the Broncos are asking the interviewees. And if that's the case, then no. Gotcha. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because, I mean, there's a section out there who believes that. Well, but do you know what I would say? Then I'd start saying, but I believe I can win with any quarterback. Yeah. There you go. Don't get trapped. You know, again, don't, you you know, you have to believe that and you have to maybe give some circumstances and show that a little bit maybe within your history and your resume so who you know who of those guys has that Harbaugh has that Sean Payton has that Drew Brees was just a good when he went to New Orleans a, just a good 25 27 touchdowns against 7 8 10 picks in um, San Diego for a few years he became a great with Sean Payton throwing for 40 touchdowns in um, a year all this kind of stuff that you know one of the most prolific passers of all time that's Sean Payton did that. He gets the credit for that. Um, Jim Harbaugh um, inherited Alex Smith, who was looked at as a bust. He had been in the league for four or five years. Like, way, back in the day, you got longer, a longer leash. 
these days it's like if it ain't gonna work in one year Paxton Lynch you gotta hit the bricks pal you know it's like you never even get a chance sometimes but he it might be one of the great career renaissance turnaround stories in the history of the NFL what he did with Alex Smith immediately Jim Harbaugh takes over a poop team and they go to the playoffs back to back in consecutive years, win the division in consecutive years, and then he takes obviously um, Kaepernick and those guys to um, to the playoffs. This year alone in college football, uh, McNamara it was their starting quarterback, uh, upperclassman. He gets hurt. JJ McCarthy steps in, young. They don't go back to McNamara. McCarthy is the right guy, the right place, the right time, and he's going to let the, you know he's trying to let this guy take him to the promised land, and he almost did. So he's doing things with just like any quarterback that he has. Imagine if, you know, he had a really, really talented and gifted one. Maybe Russ could still be that. It's going to be a really long offseason, isn't it? Oh, uh, depends how yeah. you make it. If it you're does. going to get yourself all caught up in the draft and all that stuff right away and burn yourself out, <laughs> then it could be. I'm being serious. It's easy to do that right away. It's like, okay, let's look at our uh, top 10 offensive linemen kind of stuff. I'm like, bro, it's. January. I just still need convincing across the board. I have not made a decision where I fall with that. It's way too early. Like, this just all happened. It's been two weeks. Yeah. Um, I want to feel, I think. Three weeks. I, I'm, I, I have a lot of interest in Peyton or Harbaugh because I think I want to feel like a winner again. Gotcha. And that would be about the biggest win of the season, even if you believe it's the start of the next season that they could have had by landing one of these two guys. And I think I'm pretty sure one of those two guys could fix this. I think right now if they announce Champagne tomorrow or Harbaugh tomorrow, which they can't yet, um, as the new head coach, I would say the Broncos are going to win 10 or games next year. They're a 10-win team next year. I think I'd start pumping that kind of nonsense. But I would believe it in my heart. And if you believe yeah. it in your heart, how, how can, can you, you be, be wrong? wrong? You see? We're going to get hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to be able to believe – they're anything better than a 500 team until they show me. He's been hurt. Yeah. Show me on the stall where eight, the Broncos hurt one. you. 8-1. <laughs> eight, 8-1 eight is their ceiling next year, no matter who the head coach is. There we is go. Is what? The ceiling. Is what? 8-8-1. Eight, 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 eight is the ceiling? Yeah. No, no worse, no less. Yeah. You have to do it. No. Nah, look at the, but, um, look at the I, turnarounds this Danny, last season. if I put my expectations that low, imagine how happy I'll be <laughs> <laughs> next year at this time. Yep. You guys are dark. I'm um, saying back to back to back <laughs> five and twelves. Listen, um, who was the closest thing to the Broncos? Okay, were the Giants last year close close to the Broncos? Dolphins? Yeah, I would say Dolphins and Giants is an appropriate. How about the Vikings? They were just a run of the mill squad last year. Don't, Eight wins. Don't be smart, Kirk Cousins. Uh, our Lord. Give me another. Uh, the Jets. They're as down as any team. The Jets didn't make the playoffs, but they're back to. You're 500. Um, the Dolphins are going to the playoffs, despite Tua, who has been a sensation, missing about four games now. They'd be have another win or two if he wouldn't get his head <laughs> damaged and brain damaged. Oh, my you know? goodness. I was trying to be nice. Yeah, no, no, you didn't. Um, and is there another team that had a turnaround on leaving off the table short changed here from this NFL season? I mean, the Bengals had a rough start. Yeah. The Lions. Oh, the there we go. A good, story. good call. So the Broncos can't do that next year? Yeah, be they, one of these teams that make the playoffs? They could. I'm just Sure they can. Anything's possible. Mm. <laughs> but you don't believe it. Yeah, I'm not I don't believe it yet. Is there anything what what do I have to do here today 
to get you into this car. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be this state. Let me tell happen. you. I thought about this. It's going to take the first four regular season games of next year prior to me saying anything like, "Ooh, could it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, could it?" And if it starts off the same way it did this season, I'm out. I'll probably be there after ten quarters. Ten so quarters I think, of football. I think after. Halftime of the third game. <laughs> Hold on, maybe we can make a calculator real quick. And then we'll I think around halftime of the third game, I'll be ready to buy in if they're really good. I, I think you two, well, I'm not calling you liars. Because <laughs> you're good people. I don't think of you. I think of you as really good people. I think by when it's all said and done... Cody's pumping out the headlines. Look at the Broncos this. Zach Seegers, give me some numbers, showing me some equation into the future about <laughs> production that hasn't happened yet based off of prior successes. Um, I think it's easy that we'll all get a little bit caught up in the moment. Oh, no, I will. I'm an idiot. And let ourselves and our bodies go to the music. Please don't stop the music. The mu- <laughs> Sorry. I was... Went somewhere there. But I think that's going to be easy for us all to buy back in, especially if we get one of these coaches. That's good podcast. CBD. It's maybe not as good as all your other podcasts that you do, but it's pretty good. It's pretty decent. I'm pretty proud of it. I really like it. You you. got me to smile. Thank you. Made me think about some things. Yes. Yeah. We'll see where we land. Uh, Um, We'll have to run an office pool. On how quickly people get excited for next. Yeah. Season. Oh yeah, Probably. like when did that guy turn back? Yeah, that's somebody just good. puts like this. You, you put the sticker on the it's board. Like a walker. On the day when that did you... they turn? That's what they call yeah. it. Turn. I like that. Well, I'll put a dollar up there. You know, it's, uh, he's he's out. He's he said they're going to the playoffs. All right, that's been the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, along with Danny Bailey and Bree Maestas. Um, shout out to Maverick Sports and Maverick Sports app. Go download it. Go line shop. Go see the $750 sign-up bonus they have. They're wicked awesome. They're great. They're partners in this podcast the whole season. We appreciate those guys big time. Total Beverage, TotalBev.com as well. Go check those guys out. Love those guys. Um, shout out Mike Stadium Sports Cards. Maybe get him a uh, little love here. He's a partner in a lot of things that we do around here. Mike Stadium Sports. Go check out all the stuff he has. It's like a 30-year shop. And what like sports cards has become today is pretty incredible you're opening packs of cards trying to hit like million dollar cards it's like that's what it is these days it's kind of crazy but uh brie what's your handle and all the stuff you have so everyone can go find your work i would like everyone to come follow me over on brie maestas 303 over on the twitter you can also find me on other socials but i'm not going to give those out you have to search for me it has to be like a blues clues type deal. nice cool. yeah yeah, yeah. like I'm, carmen san diego yeah where in the world R- yeah. red hair and everything and then mm-hmm. you can find me on the let's talk you, that's you remind me of we finally reached at the end of the season. Can you season. wear a wicked cool hat and a trench coat? Yeah. And like lurk in the shadows? <laughs> yes. Whoa. I can I can get that across. Watch. She's wicked awesome, Carmen Sandiego. I love her. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm familiar. Uh. <laughs> I'm familiar. Yeah, I know the name. Uh, know what about the, you and your fine work, Danny Bailey? Uh, at D Bailey 5280. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hear me on Mile High Sports Radio 4 to 6 with Cody and Anilo. Okay. Fun little show we do. Thanks for listening to the podcast for the entirety of the season. We're probably not going to be cranking them every single day now, but as the Broncos here are, you know, um, interviewing head coaches and as their rich owners are um, making us feel like rich fans, I'm happy about that. (laughs) I am. You know, if there's something to be happy about, that's it's different because the Broncos, while they've always been able to afford any player they've ever wanted it's still like it was like, you know, in a mom and pop mold. We're big time now in terms of dollars. The richest. 
Thank you, Walmart. Yeah, thank you, Walmart. And your um, great value. great values and prices. <laughs> your produce, eh, but the rest is good. Your rotisserie chicken, hey. I know where I need a bean bag and some lean ground beef. Yes, and a chia pet. Yeah, okay. my wife's like, we need milk, trash bags, laundry soap, fruit for the kids, and like, snacks for school. And I'm like, I get about half, and I forget, but. I can go back later to the <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> Screw writing on a, lo- a grocery list. That I'm like, oh, it's smeared. Um, okay. Uh, we appreciate you guys, you two, and we love you guys. Love you. Yeah. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.